with us. Yes, good that you're listening to episode 43 of the Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast, your weekly podcast where we go over everything Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I'm not alone. I'm Jordan Joe Raptor. I'm always joined by Jordan from It's Jordan Does. Hey man, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I um doesn't you made your doesn't sound good. By Odin's side, that was a great intro, man. Yeah, by Odin's eye, that was a great intro. I mean, it, we almost—it's it, almost as if we make this look easy. Yeah. <laughs> My grandma that can <laughs> shoot better, and she's long gone. I think that's one too, but I, that's only if you like fail. Yeah. So one time, the like at the Yule Festival, the like uh, targets were like turned around, so I had to like hit the back. And I did not notice. Mm-hmm. So then I heard all because she also has lines that she will say when you like fail big time. So yeah, if you are like want to do the archery challenge but you cannot keep up with her crazy lines anymore, fail because then you will finally hear some uh, some different takes from her. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, for his love, that was some incredible shooting you did though. No matter what, <laughs> that's okay. Do you have like the the diction? But do you have a script in front of you, sir? I but, actually do. I I took notes of every single thing she said. Oh wow! And my intention was to just drop them, trickle them throughout the podcast. Yeah, that that's got to be fun, actually. And then, if you <laughs> if you hear your Jordan say a line from the archery lady, call zero eight eight. That would be. Uh, um, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about the Ostara Festival because she's of course yeah. back, but we can beat her up, so that's at, at least great. Mm-hmm. Um, and we yeah, have a lot going on this week. Yeah, title we... updates, future events. There's just too much to talk about, almost. Yeah, and also uh, the DLC release dates. Uh, like, mm-hmm. there's a ton. So let let's immediately get into it. Uh, thanks everyone for joining live here. We of course live record the show every. Thursday normally, but now on Friday because of the festival, so we got time to play it uh, on twitchtv raptor so you can join there if you want. Otherwise, you can catch the podcast on Saturday on your favorite podcast service, or you can download it on SoundCloud and just search Assassin's Cast, and then you will find it there. Um, and on Twitch, we got Hambone giving everyone the... Yeah... I- Damn Hambone, that's what I always say right now. Jordan, you got a donut, you got a sub there too. I know. <laughs> thank you, Hambone. <laughs> I forgot to re-up my sub, but thank you. <laughs> and we got and we actually got new emotes as well in the Twitch chat for rank two people as well. I think the, the coffee sipping is rank two or is it lit? I don't know. Either way, we have three new emotes. So totally use them. Um if you want to support the show like Hambone, then you can of course like sub to the Twitch channel, but you can also go to the YouTube channel and hit the join button next to the subscribe button where you can like get the video version of the show on YouTube for members only. That's $2 per month if you want to get the show on Saturday or $5 per month if you want two days early access or one day in this like instance, normally it's two days. Um, I want to thank some people who actually became a member recently. We got David, Nicholas, Pat, Warren, Ricky, Christ, uh, Christina, Chief, Marcus, Daniel, Patrick, Jacob, and also Adu. 
I think Clint actually as well. And Lord Phil. No, Clint is the final one. Thanks, everyone. Uh, we also got a lot of members during the stream. So that's awesome. And then you also get the video version of this show. But yeah. If you cannot support the show financially, no big deal. It's already awesome that you tune in every week. Make sure that you follow on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your sh wherever you get the show. It can also really help us out by submitting a review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, we haven't we don't have a new review, right? No, but we have an edit to an old review. Oh, uh, last week, last week uh, I accidentally. Uh, said that this person was from the irs um and they had to update their um their review and they they updated with this my name is lrs not irs but it was so funny and it made my week last week i also subbed on twitch prime wow so thank you lrs for your original review last week i really which was i really enjoy listening to the podcast while in the end game, well, hopefully you're listening to it now while uh, shooting really wet. Well, by Freya's love, so <laughs> yeah, IRS, thanks, man, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, IRS, thanks, man. <laughs> okay, let's immediately get into it because we've got a ton to go over. Let's start with the start of the week. Uh, we kind of predicted it already last week. We were talking about, hey, the update has been submitted. Ubisoft actually on Twitter after we live recorded the show said next week is an mm -hmm. update. And if you pay attention, you kind of know the sort of trends, the sort of rollout they usually do for the Yule Festival. It was also update on Tuesday, festival on Thursday, and it happened here as well. So on Tuesday, we got mm -hmm. the big title update, Jordan. And of course, to everyone's surprise... And to your, yeah, you, you failed, man. Your prediction wasn't true. <laughs> no. Transmog. Uh, we got the, uh, yep, Transmog and a couple new skills. And oh, yeah. uh, some ch changes to the, um, the uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting the name, but the, the camera option. <laughs> oh, the close camera option. Mode. Yeah, yeah, really, really cool. I, I yeah. agree. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So, um, but, um yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keep keep going. We'll go back to the transmog one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do that real quickly. The um, it makes sense to me being able to like with how I thought they were gonna have a challenge with the way they changed the gear system with setting this up. So the fact that you you have to go to Gunther to completely change the appearance that seems kind of in line with the. The system, but I think it's Ubisoft again, kind of putting more barricades between you and what you want to do in their video games, uh, especially with the 50 silver each time and you don't really get a C. Uh, so pretty disappointed with that. They don't have to do that. I wish that's something they kind of patch and deal with pretty quickly because uh, it's, it's my, uh, the reason I knew that that was bad was first off my first experience but i have a friend that i ask every week who plays on the ps5 he's a very casual gamer he's a lot like the viewers or listeners we have here and uh he texted me immediately he said i opened up and uh i had to pay 50 silver to change w my helmet and i got frustrated and he just like closed the game immediately <laughs> so i mean he had a different experience but um i don't know that's just 
Yeah, I think there are two two parts to this. Like, first of all, yeah. it's fine. It's awesome that we finally get the feature, obviously, because we've been asking for this. I still think it's interesting mm -hmm. that uh, we got it like when we got it, so more than four months after launch, when they must have known that we wanted it, and even before launch, they already talked about like, yeah, adding something like this. So it took them a pretty long time to finally realize it. With Odyssey, we, of course, got it one month after release. Uh, Immortals, the game from that Odyssey team, already had it at launch. Still happy that we finally got it. Uh, I think the implementation, on one hand, is really cool. For example, that you can go back to the styles from older mm. gear. I really love the St. Mm -hmm. George's white cloak. And it was kind of sad to uh, get that item from the, from the River Raids. And then see the white cloak, you're like, okay, I gotta upgrade this to, uh, yeah, go to the mythical status, put major runes on it. And then you, you suddenly, like, figure out, wait, it turns into this red, more like Fane armor, while the, like, more original look was way mm -hmm. cooler. So now we can now go to that. We have the Finland armor, finally, in England. There are still some bugs with that, though. Uh, if you do, like, the Brawl, for example, Joyce was doing that um, during the uh, festival, then you will actually turn back to the Raven Clan armor. So the implementation is not really great. And I still think it's weird that why can we not just use it? Like why through this system, but not actually through the inventory system? Um, because I want to use those perks as well. That would be great. The yeah. uh, legacy outfits are sadly not working. So if you have like alt, you want like one of the things you want to have, especially now with alt ears outfit that is out, um, yeah, you want to use that over other gear because, yeah, equipping that will completely destroy your set bonuses. But they are aware of that. There, There is in the known issues page already a segment saying that is a bug and that will be fixed. And that is also regarding the bike outfit. So I think on one end you got like, we finally have it. Awesome. Um, but then the implementation is something I just am not really a fan of and i think there are also two sides to this i think one going back to your settlement each time uh, because what 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 was your take on that again you thought it made sense i not that it made sense like that's what they should do it made i don't i i feel like i'm what made sense about it was like with how the gear felt so uh finicky to deal with i was like there's gonna be some little like i was entering assuming there's gonna be some weird quirkiness to the transmog system and i didn't know what it was but i this is right like part of me thinks the way i would hope that they're not intentionally making it harder to do transmog just for the sake of it um I think it's maybe because of how they rebuilt and designed the gear potentially. I don't know. That's a question we yeah, can yeah. ask for uh, them and maybe they'll be able to like give yeah, us yeah. an answer. But um I, I agree, but yeah. I, I think there I, I my take on this is because there of course like you can really look at it from multiple sides and I think the sort of paying money and the going to gunner are actually two kind of separate problems. I think Mm -hmm. uh, the the going to gunner just makes sense for the game because we also go to our stable to select our mount and and bird skin but for yeah. like if we it makes sense because we already did it but it's still in the grand scheme of things it's not like a cool or fun feature like i don't want to in the middle of a story arc 
have to return back to our settlement, especially on older consoles. That can take like two minutes, and then you want to travel back to... So you're like wasting five minutes to change the look of something where in the previous games, go to the menu, pop, pop, uh, easy. Like, w they took something away from us. I think that's the, the, big, the biggest issue here. It, they showed it can be like this. It can be like Origins and Odyssey. And now in this game, we have the settlement and we have to go to these. Uh, like, sure, let me change it there. Let me buy uh, new mounts and bird skins there. Sure, but let me change them on the fly. Like, why do I have to return yeah. to the settlement each time? And yeah, that's where Gunner comes in as well. Like in Odyssey and even in Immortals, the new game from those same creators, just go through your inventory. Hey, I now want to look for five minutes as this character. Bam, bam. And you look like that. And then there's also no mm -hmm. prize. Um, and yeah, the prize, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to change that, but maybe they're going to lower it because 50 silver, it can add up real fast. The beggar money farm where you can like very easily get silver is still in the game. So it's not like that you cannot really get money easily. It's just like annoying it. It it, it just but forces like you to glitch, not stop it. Basically. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a game mechanic or part of the game. Like there are sure. ways to get silver naturally in the game, but they're that not That takes like, a while. Yeah, and I, I don't know. To me, I think it's another reflection of, I think what uh, what I'm kind of honing in on with this game, because this kind of bleeds into a lot of stuff, and I'll try to be really quick because we've got a lot to talk about, um, is the fact that the this game, Valhalla, was trying to be grounded. They they yeah. heard, that's like a lot of the the words that you'll hear come from people who are like working on it or things like that. It's like grounded was a, just a big thing. They wanted um to kind of have a realism to it that's why we have a healing system and things like that like you can just kind of see all these things where they wanted it to be that way well like that's really good i think for like a main storyline and maybe for certain core mechanics of the game but it feels like they they really took it really far and into all sorts of even smaller things like transmog and things like that that aren't necessarily like like Transmog in itself isn't realistic. Like you're not going to <laughs> make a helmet turn into a headband and all of a sudden it's going to have the same armor rating. It is something that's not realistic, but because you're trying so hard to stay realistic, you end up putting these barriers between the player and the actual end game. And it actually adds more frustration points for the player. I think when it comes to things like in post launch like this, yeah. Um, the healing system, it works there or like even like fishing or trying to get like that type of stuff, I think can be refined and work better. But when it comes to, yeah, things like transmog or the ability, yeah, to swap your mount out or those types of things, those like visual customization, those are things people like to do on the fly Yeah, and they like to do it quequeley. And I think like they overgrounded it. Mm -hmm. that makes sense. No, no, no. I, I totally think. One area they should have and I think also when I get the ability to ask them, they're. I think that's gonna be the answer, right? Where yeah, we're going for yeah. a more grounded approach, and it makes sense that you go to a blacksmith to change something about your gear, but like mm -hmm. that doesn't excuse them for like making it fifty silver because if that was in the game at launch, that would have still sucked, but it would be would have been different because. Then it would mm -hmm. be like part of the of the of the grind. You would be like playing and then knowing, okay, I'm working towards this sort of thing. 
uh, to in the end like change my look. I, I still don't think you have to like put this behind the wall. This should really like enhance the player satisfaction. And I'm now not mm -hmm. like not really. I don't feel like changing the look of my armor set because every time I do, I have to think about it because if I like make the wrong decision, I lose money. Like it's gone. And I got a ton of mm -hmm. money, but at one point you will, like, uh, yeah, you you will be uh, have an empty wallet. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think what I think will happen is that they're gonna lower it. But another part of it, and they really got that. Like, there are of course people who are like immediately doomsayers. And I mean, Ubisoft put a uh, freaking like the option to buy silver with real money in the game themselves. So. They totally deserve that. I don't think that that's the reason why it costs 50 silver to push people to the microtransaction store. I mean, you never know. Uh, but, uh, like, I, I just Even think that they that wanted the money sink in this game. Yeah. Regardless of their intention, I've, I'm just surprised that they... they um, I, it feels like they're not quite on the pulse of it. Like, I feel like I would have... I hope someone was voicing like this might look a bit weird at launch, like or something like that. Like I, I'm curious about um, yeah, why yeah. they thought like that was the best idea at this point of time. Um, but, whoever, yeah, we will see. But so like they have they have listened, even though they're like super quiet. We yeah. don't know if they actually like are talking about it behind the scenes because they don't communicate, as we've talked many times before. With Reda, we've mm -hmm. seen major changes over the last month. So they know that we mm -hmm. want changes. And I'm sure that if they get a little feedback for this, they're going to change it to like 10 silver. It will still kind of suck, but I think that's going to be like, yeah, mm -hmm. better, yeah. I guess. We will, of course, follow it here. But uh, overall, I'm happy that the feature is here. Just the implementation. Uh, why? Just go back. Uh, why? It, it, it worked. It worked in Odyssey. Yeah. Like, honestly, why that, fix that something that ain't broken, system? right? Yeah, yeah. It transmog is already ungrounded. You're making a game that, as grounded as you try to make it, there will always be ungrounded elements and things to it. When it comes to user or player satisfaction, a lot of times people want to do that, change yeah. their look on the fly and quickly. Mm -hmm. that, people that... loved it in Odyssey. Yeah, like, just kind of keep it that way. That's what I what I like for with Rockstar games versus Ubisoft games. Rockstar games are always trying to be realistic and oh yeah, you die and you cannot like call your horse on red, with Red Dead or something like you're in the desert all alone so you have to walk for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's Rockstar. Ubisoft, I don't like they usually give us like sort of easy ways like you can fast travel whenever wherever you are. You don't have to go to a certain point to fast travel like Stuff like that yeah. also always makes it way more convenient to play Ubisoft games. And I really like that part. And now Valhalla is kind of moving away from that. And I don't think that's the, the, the right way. But to it's go. not even like it didn't, in my opinion, it didn't even do the realistic stuff as well as, you know, it, it's no, like no, no, in sure. this limbo area yeah. that's like yeah. half grounded, half not. And it kind of leads you to kind of awkwardly yeah. maneuvering sometimes throughout the game well, I'm, like i'm all for new money sinks but this is a, this ain't it like just give us like cool new items to buy for a lot of silver so something like that if you really want a new money yeah. sink do, do something like that mm -hmm. okay let's move on because i want to talk yeah. a lot about the festival that of course just went live 
Um, but let's first go over some news about DLC that we uh, that we heard because I think we will be yeah. like talking, uh, yeah, more quickly about it because of course a new festival also means the start of a new season. That's kind of how we've been rolling out these things. Uh, and they already mm-hmm. announced a new update which will be coming uh, very very soon, uh, or actually very soon in this season. Uh, and that will be a similar mode to the River Raid mode. It's called Mastery Challenge. Um, and it, I'm going to read from the press release here. So, two future updates will add more content to the Ostara season, including Mastery Challenge. A second update will add a new game mode, building on Assassin's Creed Valhalla's core combat mechanics, bring a highly replayable combat experience. Jordan, you want to do this again? <laughs> incredible (laughs) incredible shooting no but why are they saying this again yeah they're saying highly replayable again and they've done they haven't um really shown proven that yeah yeah shown evidence they know yeah the modes are not bad modes they just lose their motivation to play them after an hour or so and that's pretty common there's there are some folks who really do enjoy it and i don't want to like take wind out of their sails um but hopefully that it's just i'm hoping there's more learning experience it looks interesting though like the idea like i like kind of what you had mentioned a time trial um in one of your videos i think you yeah i think it was you who said it um is like clearing bandit camps in a time trial type thing that's a, that sounds interesting and fun. Those are things I wish were like an odyssey or things like that. So I'm hoping um, that it's a little bit, yeah, it's more exciting or motivating to do that this time around. Yeah, I'm going to pull up a, a picture uh, here um, and they can like kind of see it. Ben in, in the chat said challenging. No, they, they are not saying the word challenging anymore. That was, of course, with the river rates. They first said highly replayable and challenging. Uh, but that's not the case. So this is the, the screenshot here <laughs> for this mode and for audio listeners. Yeah, I talked about it in that uh, roadmap video where we basically see yeah. Eivor in one of the camps that is already in the game. They did add snow to it, so they're going to change things up. And But th- this, to me, didn't get... Like, the idea gets me exciting, but excited, but this doesn't because this looks as if Eivor is shooting from a distance and has to hit, like, sort of um, these oil jars... Like and then get odds, points yeah. by by like something like that, but I don't I don't want that. So I hope it's. I think it's gonna be a like a more complex archery challenge. No. No, that's not. not that's Is that not gonna option. be my prediction. <laughs> okay, yeah, put it in. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, that, that, that's coming up. We we do have some brief info. A master arrives at the settlement, inspiring Eivor to train and perfect the challenges, so multiple to become a master. But yeah, like as already also said in that video, if it indeed had a score, like the archery challenge or something, and maybe with like a um, what we kind of discussed before, with like a, uh, a leaderboard then there is already more replayability than the river rates. Or even, like, taking something along the lines of, like, the mercenary system from Odyssey, where maybe there's, like, mastery ranks, and as you perform better throughout it, you level up in your mastery rank and get more rewards. So, like, say there's, like, 20 levels, and each level 
gives you a tattoo the first one but the last one gets you like the final weapon to a full set or something i, I love you how to... you keep my battle pass idea alive i was of course before launch saying hey we need a battle pass <laughs> or like they're gonna do a battle pass they're they're talking about seasons seasons are always battle passes and now you're bringing this yeah. idea back but very I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Maybe then I still get my prediction. I don't right think now. it's going to work that way. And honestly, I'm not even too big of a fan of the idea, but I'd say like, that's like, to me, that's like squeezes out a little bit more time out of like, at least out of me. Like if I had that and I'd be like, ah, all right, I need to do this. I need to get to level 20. I, I would tap into my grindy brain and I would. Yeah. 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 I, I think that would be cool too, but I, I think they like, yeah, sure. That, that would be awesome. And I'm, I'm sure we will see something like that, but looking at the river rate and how the festivals kind of work, I would not be surprised if it will be like you get a certain amount of a currency and then you can spend it on a shop. Yeah. That's kind of been how it has been for all these uh, activities. Yeah. I do hope though. And this sounds like another perfect opportunity to do one weekly challenge. Like one of the challenges that get added with this mode is like uh, extra nightmare. There are extra enemies in there, and then every week you got mm -hmm. like a different one. Uh, uh, yeah, like that that would be really cool. So maybe we uh, like I don't expect it, but something like that would mm -hmm. make it highly replayable. If for ef like after two months we we still haven't seen all the possible uh, sort of uh, challenges we can uh, we can get. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, th that is coming. I was hoping for the fight mythical creatures, like the, the replayable mythical creatures, because Benoit, yeah. the, the codev game director, teased that that would be coming. So we don't know when, but uh, I expect that to be a mode as well. So I was hoping it to be the mode here, but the mastery challenge sounds... We will have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. They just worked on two archery challenges. Uh, big difference between the two. Between uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, sorry. <laughs> we should move on uh, okay. to uh, the Druid release date was yeah, also yeah, yeah. announced, that's which right. is April 29th. Correct? Yes, that's tr correct. So the first season pass expansion, as we kind of yeah. already predicted, April, but really near the tail end of April. Uh, maybe it got mm -hmm. pushed a bit. Uh, I would not be surprised if that's the case. So we did not get a lot of new info, sadly, but we did did learn that it's twenty five dollars and twenty five euros. And I also mm -hmm. made some comparisons in that video. For example, the first DLC for Origins was ten dollars and was like, if you really were pushing it and trying to get everything, you would be like playing for like ten hours or so. Curse of the Pharaohs was like twenty hours, but like. All three episodes uh, in an Odyssey DLC combined, then you were like 20, 30 hours, right, Jordan? Yeah. Especially Odyssey's, Fate of Atlantis. Uh, DLCs were, yeah, were pretty, were pretty lengthy. And, and honestly, I'm kind of expecting that out of this game, mainly because of how much effort they put into the storyline in Valhalla, right? Like the hours to actually complete the story of Valhalla is way more than Odyssey and oh yeah the and so maybe we might have like a 20 30 hour dlc storyline in ireland which i think i'm kind of that's what i'm honestly most excited for about this dlc is whatever story that they've written for it uh, mm -hmm. at this point we have to uh, do like know though that the people like the derby and stuff like that seem to have moved on though like they're they're not they, they have yeah. but they definitely have some influence in the fact that sure. I, I just, I feel like 
I feel like that that's been a lot of like their priority focus for this game. Um, and so it, that's the thing that they have proven that they mm -hmm. can do well in Valhalla. And so like, that's what I'm kind of leaning into, I guess for the deal. Prediction personally. time, Jordan. Do you think yeah. Gunnar will move with us to Ireland or do you think we have to fight the Atlas, go back to the settlement each time we want to do the transmog? Do you want my honest answer? Yeah, I want your prediction and honest answer. I think that we will not have Gunnar there and we will have to go back to our settlement to change things unless they do some sort of thing where there's like a mini settlement in Ireland or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't see that. I, I, I don't see them making things easier on us. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so Sorry. close. Sorry, everyone <laughs> listening with a headphone. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I hope so. Or at least like give us another blacksmith to like toy around with that. Um, so yeah, that's going to be interesting, but yeah, it seems to be a BV expansion. Um, also mm -hmm. like the season pass is, uh, like a, a sweet deal because I think the season of Paris, Paris looks even bigger. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be more expensive, but if you already like $25 is already more than the season pass, which is, or like combining that with the season of Paris is e easily more than what the season pass is going to cost you for $40. So, um. Mm -hmm. that's uh that's going on but yeah i'm excited for it uh, my prediction is that we get like a ubisoft fourth in april with like far cry and rainbow six parasite uh re-reveals yeah. and then a trailer for this as well that's uh, what i think that would be i i hope you're correct that would be pretty nice we we should be seeing a trailer here very soon no matter what i don't know or usually th these trailers are like one week before launch or something like because yeah, you yeah. can hype it up already, but there's no real reason to do so. I'm curious, what do you think? Will we get like a free quest again? We of course got a free quest for in Odyssey. And I would in assume Origins. so. Yeah. Yeah. I would assume that there would be like a free quest with it uh, that comes with it because they're gonna they're gonna try to push people who are entering the game again to try to get the DLC who haven't already gotten it. So yeah. They're gonna do what they can to try to set that up. Yeah, uh, I think so as well. I'm really curious. I'm, I'm I'm really curious, and also because we have already gotten like new abilities and new skills. Usually, that's part of the season pass expansion. So I'm really curious what type of extra mm -hmm. things they're gonna do to also change the gameplay up. Um, and hopefully, by that point. By the way, did you know that they increased the attack cap for uh, weapons from 30 oh. to 50? But someone on Reddit <laughs> noted that, but the damage difference is not noticeable. So it it seems that. It's not. Yeah, it seems that the the stat is higher, but you don't you don't see it in the game. So the, they're taking here's the thing. small steps. The attack number, so like when it says thirty attack, that literally does not translate to thirty damage. It translates right. to something like three. So when they bump the cap up to like fifty, they basically just added one or two more damage, and we're critting and stuff for over three hundred, sometimes four hundred, like. It doesn't That's matter anymore, a, yeah. Not, uh, no, like, negligible. No, 
fair enough, fair enough. But I thought it was a, a cool <laughs> update for you. So they're they're at least Definitely. doing something. They're they're looking into it. I yeah. really hope that I get to get it, some. And honestly, on it. they have talked to me and asked me questions about it. I've sent some stuff about it to them. Cool. So like they, I will say like, uh, the community managers are like trying to their best to like get feedback and send it back to the development team awesome. and see what they can do with it. So hopefully. Cool. It refines itself. Thanks, uh, Kit Coldfire, for the sub. I'm gonna like go uh, real quick to my uh, sub sort of list to see if I missed anything. Uh, let me see. Yeah, the person gifted a ton of subs as well. So, uh, as always, thanks for that as well. I missed that. Uh, yeah. Incredible gifting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're we're there. What what do you think of the Ostara Festival? It went live. Uh, just a. Uh, you go to the settlement, the cutscene will start. It's the it's similar to the Yol Festival mm -hmm. in a way, uh, with where you like earn tokens by doing these activities and then can buy some cosmetics this time. No new armor set or weapon. But we do have new hairstyles, a new bird skin, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um and uh yeah, we got new quests. Uh we can hunt, uh, hunt for eggs. We uh have the, the same mini games as the Yol Festival again. What, where are you, by the way, in 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 which your which your play session in this? Because it just came out um, like yesterday I, when we recorded. Yeah, I'm not too far. I I do play on the PC. I am having my game has crashed on me um, while I uh, was brawling. Um, but and also my monitor <laughs> went out. So I was having some technical issues uh, last night and this evening trying sure. to like uh, do this, but. From what I was able to gather, it's it's just okay. I'll start off with what I like, and what I like about the Ostara Festival is the flower crown. Out of all of it, just for the photography of it all, uh, I think like that cosmetics pretty cool. Um, it's pretty fun. Um, it's pretty silly and goofy too. But the thanks, um, Cobra. Oh, overall though, it I I do kind of like this, even though there's going to be a lot of clap back in the sense of that it's like a reskin of the yule festival and we're all making these jokes about the archery competition and stuff but at the same time like part of me is like i kind of like that they are theming per season even though it is technically a reskin each time like it does it is something that brings life to your settlement now, is it perfect? Is it done well? Is it or no? But it is something that I feel like they they could take with them into future games, which is the idea. Yeah, the idea of um, a more living world where yeah. as time progresses, so your your world map changes with you and the people you play with in your settlement also change with you. So yeah. as much as it is kind of a copy over uh, there's still a lot of cha they they did all the like the flowers the fact that they retheme everything I think is it's pretty it, it's a lot like when websites like put little snow particle particle effects during winter on their websites or things like that to me and where it's not a big thing but it's kind of cool yeah I mean? and and for a single player game that's kind of weird yeah. right that the single player game is yeah. moving with the seasons that we have in the real world as well like what other single player game yeah. does that i really can't think of one i actually no. um and like i think there like 
it sucks for the people that are having issues. It seems that um, there are different issues this time than with the Yule Festival. So with the Yule Festival, it was really broken for everyone. And we're getting more bits. So that's what you mm -hmm. hear and the hype train is going. So thanks, Descartius, as always, for your kindness and support. Um, so... For the Yule Festival, it was clearly not finished. Every quest had an issue. Every activity had bugs. But you could still play it. Now, and you already said it, you had some crashes on PC. But I also see a lot of reports from people on... Yeah, I'm calling it the older consoles. And sure, they are older because they released in 2013. Although some people on PS4 Pro and One X, I think, also are having issues... But the game should work there, right? And it's sadly not happening. I think the Brawl is causing a lot of issues. Not sure what is going on there. Uh, maybe one of the missions, I think, as well. So every time you, like, go to, like, a certain round in the Brawl, you get kicked out. That sucks, of course. Because I think the Brawl is actually the most fun part uh, of this festival once again. But, um, yeah. so, yeah, there, there are technical issues. And, and that kind of sucks. But if we, like, move away from that, because... The Sorry? case with this game. Yeah, but so, not on no, not on this left. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're right. But we're also like four months from launch, right? Where yes. they did iron. Like, sure, there are progression issues, but I. This is more like cyberpunk stuff. I feel, where it just doesn't work. Your the game always yeah. at this point kicks you out. You, where in where if you have like a mission progression bug that you cannot continue, but you can still do everything else. Now, if you want to do this certain activity, you just can't. And the, and the crappy part is, it lasts till April 8th. And what we saw with the Yule Festival is, all the fixes will not be implemented before the festival's over. So, likely everyone who has an issue right now, sorry, you will not be able to play that part. And that, of course, really, really sucks. But I think, mm -hmm. um, taking the like looking at the festival as a whole... Like, you can, you can look at it as... Because I was, like, kidding, of course, during the stream when we saw the Archer Lady again. Oh, no! Uh, <laughs> but, they, but, like, looking at that Archery Challenge, instead of, like, what I thought would happen is that, okay, the next time we do the Yule Festival, they implemented all the feedback from, uh, yeah, from, the, from the first time we did it. But, no, we are already seeing that feedback with this new festival. They, like, first... With the archery challenge, and b if people watch the stream, they know I was like playing for one minute. I let the uh, like put the controller down, and I was like, okay, I have 1,200 points. I can go above that, but yeah, I always get 40 tokens, so there's no need to for me to continue to play. While right now, you need to get 1,500 or more to get it. Also, the the targets are in like different locations, and if you hit all of them before they trill then you get more points. So they changed it up. Like, sure, it's still the same activity. Yeah, they're refining it. Yeah, but yeah. they refine it. They made it more exciting. They made it more fun. Give the lady more lines or let her shut up. That's my only thing. But, and that's another twist they added, we can now fight her in the, the, the unarmed combat arena. And that <laughs> unarmed combat arena, also huge, uh, significant improvements. So right now, and thanks for the bitch there, uh, for the bits there, Michael D., uh, whoa, Hype Train rank 4. I'm gonna, like, uh, shout everyone out who, who supported us. F, Nef Corner as well. Thanks, thanks a lot, everyone, for the support. It's really cool. Um, 
So for the unarmed arena, what they changed is that it's now like more risk reward. So every time you go in, mm -hmm. you uh, yeah, you, you do play one round and then you get 10 tokens and then it's like, do you want to continue? Then you put these tokens that you just earned on the line, but you can double it or like get extra tokens in the next rounds. And mm -hmm. you can like reach a point where you're like at the end and then you lose the final round and lose everything. Like... That's cool. That's a, a new change. They also put the Goliath at the end and not in the middle, which was already strange. They added new opponents for you to fight, depending on the missions you already did. Um, I think, like, they're, they're, they just looked at the Yule Festival and, hey, we have these minigames. How do we make them more exciting? Apart from the drinking challenge, mm -hmm. which is obviously just the same and now has a weird bug yeah. that wasn't in the Yule Festival. So I think it's actually... I, I think that's actually cooler because... It's not like only that. No, it's next to the new missions that we like that that like the egg hunt, which is of course I found was pretty cool. And um, mm -hmm. like we of course had to fight the beast. I won't spoil it for people who haven't played it, but that was of course quite a lot of fun. And thanks for uh, everyone. The spirit one. Is that what uh, you're talking oh, about? Yeah, with the spirit one, I actually thought of you immediately um, because. I, I was able to, uh, Ubisoft sent me the press release before uh, the festival went live, so I was already able to read everything. And it said, okay. and protect the settlement against night spirits. So I thought, mm -hmm. no, are they going to do Jordan's idea where you have to like fight waves of like night spirits or like uh, mythical enemies, mm -hmm. right? Um Mm-hmm. But yeah, spoiler alert. It's just a one off. Yeah. Right? It's just one quest. You you yeah. you you play it, you fight three bear spears, I think, and then it's over. And I thought, oh, that that would have been so cool if we could always if that was like a new repeatable activity. Like all the one mm -hmm. time all the repeatable activities are the same. I, I wish there was at least one that, new repeatable that activity. Would be a very easy to me, it's an easy, ex easily explainable mode is like Eivor takes some mushrooms or she goes to the seer hut and she goes, I want to protect the settlement tonight from spirits. Like whenever you want to, you just, okay. She gives you a drink and you kind of are now in your settlement and waves of different spirits from different types of enemy types throughout the game start coming in and they're yeah. trying to like come into your settlement you just spend time until you're bored of that and then you kind of yeah or or like there are always like 10 uh waves but they are different each time or the order is different yeah. or like you or it's like unlimited but then yeah you will at one point obviously die because it gets increasingly harder i thought grounded. when i read that i thought that that would be it sorry that would be pretty fun no because yeah. to me that's like within the they already made the mythical realm so they're like that area of groundedness is gone but like they do it by taking those things to me it fits in with the model of what Valhalla is trying to do with being grounded but also trying to have this game this like complex combat system that you can play long after the game is over so yeah yeah but yeah but then yeah but it would obviously be gone uh after the festival's over uh, I guess but uh but I really think like we oh, shouldn't yeah, yeah, sure. Like, that would be even better, obviously. But um, I really think that we should not think of the festivals as, like, new combat experiences. Like, that's just not going to be it. No. And I went no. in with those expectations, and I was actually 
I, I, like, I expected kind of the Yule Festival again, but it was the Yule Festival, but better, in my opinion. And if, if, yeah. if every festival looks at the feedback from the previous one, makes it more exciting, then I think, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Like, I did not expect to, to play this for a week. Like, I, I thought, okay, one stream, likely do a bit, like, offline as well, and just grind it out, get all the no. rewards, and it's over. I what I what I'm pointing out is like I think the overall idea and conceptual idea of this I think is innovative and very cool and something that they have something with this where every season you kind of have this new I almost kind of do enjoy the consistency to a degree even though like we make fun of it like the brawling's pretty fun you're not probably going to do too much drinking it's not about trying to just pour hundreds of hours in each one of those things to me i like that it's reigniting a living uh world and it does bring me back into the game and yeah it, and it shows the settlement in a new way that makes me go oh it, it, it makes things a little fresher for me so yeah i think I like the the model that they're going with with these seasons and the, this very kind of like subtle settlement changes in combination with a really fun post-launch mode. So I like that they tried to do that with the raids and they're going to try to do that again with this mastery event. So you can tell they really are trying pretty hard to yeah, kind of pair, sure. pair this pretty well. It's not landing exactly how I think they wished it would. But um, but what but, if, like, with with with, the, I still think it would be a really bad choice to just leave the raver rates as it is. Like, I think it would be way easier to change that so we can like go and play more of that. We have a good reason f uh, of playing mm -hmm. more of that. Then here's a new mode. Try, let's try again. Like, it, th that's kind of weird to me. But if what we're seeing now with these festivals is what we will see now, what we will see with the modes as well. Then I would not be surprised if they saw, oh yeah, everyone stopped playing the river raids after one week. How do we make sure that with the challenges that will not be the, the case? And then the third mode we get, we'll have learned from those two things. And then because like they're they're doing completely new things if we look at Origins and Odyssey. So mm -hmm. and and they're now showing that they are learning uh like yeah. by making these minigames more exciting. So the, the thing I think would help them a lot, and I hope that maybe you could suggest this to them in your interview, or something, huh? is I understand that they're making these um, Helix sets and that they 99 times out of 100, they want people to purchase those for financial fiscal reasons at the end of the day. At the same time, they do have this Reta system, which i think is at the core the heart of the post-game launch player i think that they should instead of making these separate stores is use reta and give opal rewards out maybe it's less but like and maybe they double like imagine if this week on the launch of this they had two or three times the amount of items in reta than they normally do as kind of like a like a oh an excitement we're launching and you can earn 100 200 opal if you complete the entire i mean they're uh, kind of doing that but they're i think if you make um if you change red as store then the weeks that does not have double items will be off weeks 
then it would be like, uh, I will wait for Reda to get double items again. I like they can still make Reda yeah. exciting, and as I already, I'm not sure if I said it on the podcast, but uh, right now at the time of this recording, and I will make a video on it. But if you listen to this on Saturday, it will already be delayed, likely. But the 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 weapon from the hardware we said, the the flag is for sale at Reda. I prefer having good items than more slots. But they're kind of mm-hmm. doing what you're saying. They're they're giving Altair's outfit for free. They give all the Yol gear for free, for if you missed it, and 300 Opal. Like, as a sort of thank you for sticking with us through these four months where the game was kind of rocky. And th- th- I mm-hmm. think that's like a better solution than changing a system and then changing it back, because then you will be able to compare the two, and then one will obviously be better, so then yeah. the longer time it will be... I- I guess I'm not saying like they should change it immediately. I just the the whole like token stuff to me. I think it it is just a little like like you to me. I'm like I already see that system. You have a um, an elite currency which is the opal and the helix credits and things like that. Like you already have those things, and the people who are consuming your post-launch content the hardest are the people who I think deserve a lot more of the Helix reward. So I think that if you pour a hundred hours into the, um, uh, the raid, uh, sorry, the raiding mode or the mastery thing, or even one of these, um, Yule festivals or a star festivals that you should be rewarded. I think with a little bit more stuff from the Helix store, have a chance to be, um, Obviously, yeah, they've given us like 300 opal as kind of a like thanks for sticking, like yeah, dealing bring, with yeah, the, that yeah. we, we had to work from home and all this stuff. Because uh, again, a lot of this is still that ripple effect from the production of the game being kind of like halted to a degree because mm-hmm. of last year. But yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like they could solve a lot of the perception issues of the fact that they're trying to be greedy and like also make these modes a little bit more exciting because the rewards on the line are are things that you would have to pay for usually but you could get them by just playing the game yeah i i don't i don't know i think it, i think it's hard uh i, I would say that right yeah. right now uh, for the system they have implemented it's in a pretty good spot where every day people yeah. are excited to to see what the new daily item is and obviously more so than not it's like not an item you want but if it was a cool item every day you would never have enough opal and ubisoft really wants to control Mm -hmm. the amount of opal you get so i kind of get that they're not like opening the floodgates in terms of sources to get it um but Mm -hmm. i i i I would actually argue like i think it's way cooler that we get uh ostara themed items because uh or like Yeah. yeah because they they're they make sense for this time uh, we can only mm-hmm. get them. You cannot pay them for them. Like that's also like, it's not that this bird skin is something you can buy immediately as well. No, you really have to play the content, and they're kind of like really making it separate. And I think that's actually a better way to do it than make everything pay uh, like an option to pay for it or to play for it, um, because we already have that. Yeah. But if we want the cool spring stuff, we have to only play the game, and I prefer that. And I think it's cool that we get, like, a sense. bird scan, the cool settlement items. Like, the tree is really cool. Like, the, the hairstyles, the, the crown you talked about. Like, that is only earnable mm-hmm. there. And I, I think that's that's really cool. And 
not a lot of like single player games do that either like have a constant stream of free content no. and Valhalla is really taking that to the next level while really this year we only had three or two item packs we had gothic pack uh hardware reset and black raven and we're already like three months in almost four months i think that celtic mm -hmm. pack that um or not celtic pack tyrannus pack will be coming tuesday mm -hmm. but then we're looking at a new pack each month versus the free content that we get I've, and and the generous generosity of reda like all the hardware items were at reda immediately and now the raven that was like the one of the the coolest parts and the the spear is in the game like you can just get it by playing the actual game i think it's more yeah. important to actually make it more exciting to earn opal uh because right now that yeah. of course really sucks but yeah that's uh yeah. i i, I want to like maybe like i think with the start like when we started on monday People were like, uh, okay, Valhalla, they have to like turn it around. And I think they're slowly but steadily turning it around. They're they're making the good good calls. They're they're giving away a ton for free. Um mm -hmm. and we're getting pretty big updates. Like we haven't even talked about the skills, which I think are pretty no, cool. There's like yeah, there's a lot of the uh the looting the body for food. That's what I mean, is like those are like quality of life updates, but yeah. I, I I think that uh, that yeah, yeah I, I the, the bird one I really like and the uh, the one mm -hmm. where you like jump and then get increased damage like we never mm -hmm. saw free skills for in Odyssey like uh, Odyssey was no. had like way more item packs but we also had more content but also more item packs and um, yeah I think Sargon's system like the sure you had the gifts so you could like spend money and bet yourself but I think mm -hmm. looking at this year like. I think you could, like, a lot of people who never spent a dime still got, like, a ton of cool items if they just paid attention uh, and bought everything from mm -hmm. the Reddit shop. Okay, Jordan, yeah. um, let, let's kind of end it here. We, we talked, of course, about a ton of stuff. Where we will likely discuss mm -hmm. things uh, in the next episode as well. Are there still things that we're missing here? Yeah, you, you put up some bugs that people, um, like, have. No, I just... We don't have to. I yeah. just put a list of some bugs in case people wanted to, uh, if that's something we wanted to talk about. But uh, I, it's no different than I think what's been going on, um, which is just there seems to just be um, a bit of a challenge right now for some of the post launch devs trying to really attack all the different issues all the people are having. Especially, I wonder, it could be like a cross gen type because it's this game that kind of straddles both generations yeah, yeah, the, the, of consoles. There are things. more platforms than ever for this game. And you yeah, also have Stadia so, and Luna. <laughs> you, you, like, you, you would yeah. easily forget those. So, hopefully, all the things I say is, like, you're right. Like, Valhalla is turning around, and a lot of the criticisms and things that, like, I, I tend to stick on is meant for, like... Um, like trying to make it better or trying to even make the next game with, because I do think that Ubisoft tries its best to iterate off of the previous game, the best way they think. And you can tell that Valhalla, they thought that the mythicalness of uh, Odyssey and the RPG ness was too much. And they scaled it back a little bit, but hopefully 
I don't know, between all of this stuff that we've been talking about these last four months, uh, they will, I don't know, hopefully get better on in the future yeah, yeah, games yeah. and future dates. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I might have an interview soon, so uh, hopefully that uh, goes through and then we will wait. have... Uh, some new info, hopefully. Uh, I'm curious how much they want to talk about certain stuff, but I just want to know some like reasons why. Um, yeah. Do we uh, want to do a prediction? Real? F- uh, we already made some predictions, uh, kinda. Um, yeah. I mean, typically we make them for the Druids DLC. Yeah. Um, but do we think- want to do that? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you can't say yours. <laughs> okay, you can, but I, I don't know if that's gonna be uh, real. Um, I don't know. I'll kind of say two predictions. I'll say just a general one, uh, which is like I think the uh, mastery challenge is just gonna be a more complex archery competition that we have. <laughs> You don't um, you don't think we will use melee weapons? Uh no, the fact that I th- I, there I are multiple challenges, right? But it but, could be it could be yeah, it could but be both. Maybe no your actually, your prediction yeah. could be could be that there is at least one challenge where you like stand and only shoot arrows. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. Okay. Um for the Druids DLC, my prediction is uh, it will be forty hours of. Um, how do we? Content. How are we gonna? How are we gonna measure that? Um, I guess we will all we'll let chat decide if it was about that. Like we'll do prices right rules. Like if it's forty or higher, then I win. If it was less than that, then I lose. So. Okay. When the time comes, we'll go like, how long did it take people to finish the ga- uh, the Druid DLC? And uh, maybe we could do like ranges or something. Cool. 40 plus under 40. Okay. P- <laughs> Chat will decide. Uh, let, Dennis, let Dennis speedrun it. <laughs> he likes it. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> so if Dennis can beat it below the 40 hours, no. <laughs> no, he will, he will sh- totally be able to do that. My prediction will be that we will see a new sort of mount in the Druids DLC. Okay. (laughs) Because... Can you be more specific? Like, not a horse or a... uh, We get the uni bear. We get it. Are you... No, no, not a a horse, wolf, or elk. Like a a new one. Not Not a horse. Oh, okay. A new animal species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not an... Yeah, yeah. I don't know right, if that's okay true, that. though. That's, that's... It's probably going to be one of those three. Yeah, I think so, too. But at one point, they have to add new ones because we can't have four reskins of wolves and the elks are getting kind of crazy. Too, Maybe so. it is time for the bear. To yeah, they have to. They have to the do the bear. But I'm I'm scared that it's gonna be Helix only, and I'm saying Druids DLC. So I'm saying like Druids mm-hmm. DLC gets like the regular version, and then post-launch Helix items get like a a, a different one. Okay, so I'm sticking with that. Yep. And then another prediction okay. because you made another prediction as well. I think they will oh, decrease yeah. the prices for Transmog to ten silver. 
And if they right. if if it's below that, I win. But if it's above that, I lose. Does that make sense? Because oh, I'm yeah. saying that they're yeah. gonna lower that. Unibear. Unicorn already. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That fall has no unicorn. You saying. know that if a uni bear does ever become a a uh, a part of the game or the, any of the future games, that that will be the signal that you've officially made it. <laughs> no, they're never gonna do. No, they're never. Gonna do. <laughs> they technically did the uni raven uh, with this uh, Ostara festival. Ah, nah, I wouldn't go that far. We we only have the you ship. You wouldn't call it the Uniraven? We only have the ship. The... That's the... Uh, okay. No, I, I think it's more like a carrot, actually. Looks like it. Hmm, interesting. Okay, uh, thanks everyone, of course, for tuning in. I want to thank everyone for donating as well, because we had the hype train going while we were talking about the festival. Hambone, of course. Mm -hmm. The person, as always. Hambone again. Michael D also gifted a sub. Thanks a lot. Nico did the 100 bits. Uh, and Descartius too. Uh, I already got a uh, corner there with the Prime sub for three months. So thanks a lot for that. Uh, and everyone else, of course, Cobra with the bits too. And Kid Cold Fire for the Prime sub for seven months. Keep it up, bud. Doing a great job. Thanks a lot. That's kind. Okay. Um, yeah. Every The show goes live every Saturday. You can, of course, uh, catch it here on Twitch. Where we live record it on Thursday usually. And then uh, if you like want to support the show financially then you can also become a member of the youtube channel with for five dollars per month you can get early access to the video version of the show and for two dollars per month you get the video version right on saturday when we also uh, like launch the audio version but it would also be really cool if you could leave a review we're at 111 on apple podcast it's five stars we do have some below that but we can't like find them anymore and that's no joke so for some reason, uh, yeah. we want to know what we have to do better, but we we just can't we we just can't find it. They're not sh showing us the unrated. <laughs> yeah, ones. are they protecting so, us? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, maybe they're like otherwise they will quit. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, leave a review that would really help us out. And uh, we will be back next week with more Valhalla goodness. It will likely be a shorter week. We will likely be talking about that pack, I guess. And I want to like kind of mm -hmm. delve more into maybe the four months later. Or are they turning it around? Or my interview. Maybe we got some info from that. So stay tuned for yeah. that, of course. Got way more videos coming your way. And Jordan, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter or doing the archery challenge later today, if I can. While also trying to brawl the archery lady at the same time. But... Twitter, it's Jordan does. Uh, everyone, I hope Odin is with you and incredible shooting, everybody. <laughs> Brawl the archer lady. It kind of sounded strange in a way. Brawl the archer lady. <laughs> Brawl the archer lady. I mean, I'm all for it. <laughs> but uh, I think she will just stay there for the whole year. What do you think? She will just be back I mean, every season. Same lines. Yeah, at, at this point, it's definitely... Like, we know what we're going to get the next time around. Yeah, we I think just so, had, too. It's going to be a refinement, which is kind of cool. Like, hopefully they keep, like, subtly refining it. But at least now we're kind of like, okay, that's these are what these festivals are. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then we can, like, go in and hopefully the, the technical issues get fixed. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everyone, in the chat for sticking around. 
and uh, yeah, discussing everything as well. Um, yeah, we will tomorrow. Dennis will stream Valhalla, by the way, so check that out. And of course, next week we will be back with more streams and goodness. And of course, check the channel for more videos. Goodbye.